Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Brendan and I am your host and I'm sitting here with Jordan and Amy McInnes. Hello, Jordan and Amy. Good morning. Good morning or <laughs> whatever time you're watching this. Yes. Hello. <laughs> so we are at the McInnes' house, which I had yet to be to. So this is our my first visit to your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our beautiful backyard with your wonderful dogs, uh, Jedi and Naboo. And you will notice those are Star Wars references, to two groups of people who form an alliance. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. And when I asked you guys to be on the podcast, your reaction was? No. <laughs> our reaction was a intimidated yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. An intimidated yes. Well, that, that's all I heard from you guys. You guys maybe, you know, together between each other said no, but um, and then you came back and were like, you know, we're kind of intimidated by it, but we'd be happy to do it, which is the response I get from everybody who does this. <laughs> but um, you guys are the first uh, dual, like, this is the first three people to do a podcast. It's usually just me and one other person. Okay. So this is kind of fun. Oh. I'm looking forward to this. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, uh, just know that what we do is we follow the Bible reading plan. It's a set of scriptures that are actually derived from the um, Revised Common Lectionary. And we have a passage every day that we read. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we usually get an Old Testament, a Psalm, a, uh, a New Testament, and a Gospel. And then usually there's one kind of grab bag scripture in there. I think it's on Wednesdays. We usually have an extra scripture. Maybe it's from the Old Testament right now. And it just kind of gives us a really balanced diet of scripture and the passages usually speak into each other. So I'm always interested to find out what threads I'm going to find between the different passages. And that helps me read scripture and kind of check it against itself to make sure I'm, I'm not uh, bringing, you know, too much of my own interpretive lens, but helping read scripture against scripture helps me understand what scripture is trying to say, you know, and understand the whole meta narrative, so to speak, the whole big story of scripture. So what we're going to do is we're going to read today's passage, and then we're just going to reflect on it and wonder what's God saying, how do we respond. So does one of you guys want to just read this passage for us today? Sure, I can. All right, it's going to be Genesis 28, verses 10 through 19a. And all 19a means is that you're going to uh, stop halfway through the verse 19. So that's how it goes. But yeah, thanks, Amy. Appreciate it. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he came to a certain place and stayed there that night, because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth, 
and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So early in the morning, Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel. Sweet. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. So uh, as we just read through this passage, what's maybe one thing that's grabbing your attention out of this? Amy or Jordan, feel free to respond. Well, I guess not. the only thing that really kind of stood out to me is the vastness of God's promise, hmm. just in, you know, your offspring will cover this entire planet and will bless everyone they kind of everyone they come in contact with. Yeah, that's not a small feat. So yeah, the vastness of God's promise. Mm-hmm. In fact that uh, yeah, I have some things to say about that too. So um, I'd love to hear Jordan what, what you had to say, or what you noticed about the passage. Um, I really um, what what stuck out to me is um, the stairway had angels ascending and descending on it, hmm. which kind of says to me that not only is God up there waiting for us to come to him, but his interaction with the world is also very um, on purpose, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's sending angels down like to be on on earth and to interact with us. And yeah. It's not just like he's sitting there like, okay, guys, when are you going to get your act together? You know, yep. So that was really cool to me. Absolutely. That's um, something that I learned when I visited Israel is since this time in history, the people, so this Judah is where he's at and it's just a very, very hilly country. So there's lots of valleys and hills and mountains. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots and lots of slope, but they're an ag- agricultural community. So how do you farm mm-hmm. when you have all these hills and slopes? Well, you build terraces, mm-hmm. you know? So these terraces go up, uh, the whole region is covered with terraces. And so you got these, you know, stair steps mm-hmm. built into the, the sides of the mountain. And so right here where, where Jacob lays down to rest is the bottom of valley. And you can just imagine him looking up and imagining those, those um, terraces are actually stair mm-hmm. stairways or ladders. You know what I mean? And he's just imagining those going all the way up into heaven. And so it's much less of like a, a desert flat, you know, a flat desert sand with a, some ladder just sticking up out of the sand. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, to your point, it's really integrated heaven and earth are really integrated in that moment in his imagination he's seeing like the angels coming down to where he is yeah. you know what i mean kind of this cool overlap between heaven and earth mm-hmm. so um and what, what you're saying about you know god sending angels down not just you know he's he's communing with people he's he's not just staying up up there to me that speaks of a god of grace right who mm-hmm. absolutely who i mean that's a little bit of a tease of the incarnation of 
God coming down to be with us, mm -hmm. um, to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves, right? So that's something that, uh, that what you said reminded me of. Mm -hmm. But uh, Amy, that whole thing of promise, I think it's really important to remember Jacob's uh, context here. He's running away mm -hmm. from his past, and I think he's really ashamed of himself, and he's afraid of what's going to happen to him. He's really scared. Mm -hmm. And so he runs away and he's, he's, uh, I think he's really afraid while he's falling asleep and he takes this rock and he makes it a pillow, which does not sound like a comfortable thing <laughs> at all. <laughs> Imagine sleeping on a rock. Um, yeah. but, uh, but then God makes this promise in the middle of it, um, to, to say, basically, you're not going to have to run anymore. No, you're, you're going to have a, a land and you're going to have children and you're going to have an inheritance that no one can take away from you. And, um, it's all going to be okay. You know, you won't have to run so, so much anymore. And the land that you're running in now, I'm going to, I'm going to give to you. So, um, and then he, he takes that rock that used to be his pillow and turns it into like a, like a, a covenant with God mm -hmm. to, to go, all right, I, I'll take you up on that. You know, I'm going to take this rock that, you know, I, I kind of was laying on because I was scared of my past and I was, you know, shivering in the night all by myself, but now it's become a promise, mm -hmm. you know, so. God turned it around. Yeah. Turned a bad situation into his will. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He which I think seems God seems to is, like to do that. Yeah, <laughs> God definitely does like to do that, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know, that's just something I was thinking about of, of the way that God turns things like you said turns things around in our, our lives not just mm -hmm. in jacob's lives mm -hmm. but um what are the areas in my life that i'm feeling afraid or feeling scared about or um places where i feel like i need to run away or i'm afraid i'm not going to have enough or mm -hmm. whatever and then the way that god kind of speaks his promise in the midst of that saying um you have an inheritance that no one can take away that i have for you, you don't you don't like anything mm -hmm. and um you don't have to worry about anything and it gives me some peace. It actually reminds me of Jesus um, in uh, in John, I think it's 14, where he says, um, I'm going to go and I'm going to prepare a place for you. You know, and, and I'm going to go back to my father's house. He has, his house has many dwellings and I'm going to go play a place for you. And I'm going to come back and take you to be where I am. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's like it's so good to know that, that we have a home uh, that will never be taken away from us. And um, so it takes away a lot of that fear. Any other thoughts you guys want to bring out of that passage or any reflections? Um, I don't think I have anything else. No? Amy, you? Um, maybe just how uh, God came to Jacob. I mean, I suppose we don't know if, I mean, maybe that spot, he, he just happened to choose the holy spot. Mm -hmm. But I'm guessing it's more likely that... God kind of created that spot to be holy around where Jacob yeah. laid his head that night, mm -hmm. you know, and he, Jacob calls it Bethel, you know, house of God. So, That's really cool that God builds the house around Jacob mm -hmm. and wherever he's at. Yeah. I've never thought of that. Thank you for bringing that out. So today, wherever you guys are at, all our listeners, Wherever you're at, um, wherever you are in running from things or in your in fear or in um, feeling like a sense of scarcity, 
or uh, feeling like you need to just lie down and curl up into a ball, <laughs> wherever you're at, um, just know that God meets you where you are, that angels are ascending and descending around you, and uh, that you have a place with God. You have a home with Jesus, and uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. So with that, thanks for listening today, and tomorrow we'll catch you to read our psalm, Psalm 139. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.